Hello, hello, and welcome. Welcome to the PhD podcast, post hump day podcast. My name is Kellen King. I'm Tommy DeSalt. We're glad you're here. Yeah, as always, thank you for coming. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for being here on time. Yeah, nobody was tardy today. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, uh, another week back. Um, man, it's it's really, really rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just want to say thank you to everybody that is tuning in. Yeah. Uh, be sure and check us out. Uh, we got a YouTube channel, so... If you like what you're hearing, go subscribe. You can find us at Post Hump Day everywhere. Kellen, what's going on in your world? Um, nothing much, honestly. You know, Fourth of July just came and, and went. Uh, we're kind of getting to the end of. Uh, would you say it's the end of summer? No. Okay. No. 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 Right, no, right, no, right. no. No. It's no. just like that Sunday scaries feel where yeah, it's like you feel it creeping. It's yeah. creeping, <laughs> and uh, you know the kids are going to be going back to school pretty soon. Um, you know. Alex is probably gonna have to go to a new elementary school, but uh, he's he's okay with it. Like we kind of drove by and we're like, "Hey, I think you're gonna actually have to go to school here." And he's like, "Okay." So I mean, that's that's kind of really what's all all been going on. Uh, work's been going good, all that. So oh, I like your hat. Thanks, dude. Yeah, uh, I got it. Got flown all the way in from Alaska. Yeah, baby. Yeah, and I like your shirt. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, we're repping. Uh, B brought back some uh, some Alaska merch for yeah. us. Yeah. So, uh, big shout out, B. Thank you for, uh, yeah, for the, for uh, the merch. For the merch, man. Uh, we got like twenty percent off. We got the uh, the promo code and all that. Yeah, you had a good time. You had yeah, a good time. Yeah, it was fun. It was really cold. Yeah, really. It, yeah, it's freezing. No, I would never would have guessed. Well, I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you know, it gets warm up there too. Yeah, last year there was a drought when we were up there, and it was like eighty degrees, and this See? year it was like yeah. rainy and like fifties. Oh Damn. man, so cold. <laughs> it was. It was yeah, like a hundred when I left here. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's been oh, rough. And when she got back, it was even hotter. Dude, it's been rough. It really has been. I tell you what, I just saw an article. I mean, they got peach farms that are not making it. I mean, I can you imagine a world without peaches in the summertime? Mm-mm. I can't. I got my peaches out in Georgia. I had one this morning. Yeah. Yeah. We've been I, we've I took been... a little bite, just put a little sugar on that, baby. Yeah. Mm. We uh and also you know what? Birds are dying. There's not as many birds, and this is something, I mean, obviously, we all know birds aren't real. You know, they're government spies. They're actually all robots. They're drones that fly around and spy on the civilization of the United States of America. We all know that, yeah. right? Okay. so but, Same page. But yeah. no, but for real, uh, bugs and birds, they are, like, way down on their population right Tell now. Tell me, what world are you living in? There's I mean, I see, so many bugs dude, this okay. year. Just that's called anecdotal evidence. You know what that means? <laughs> yeah. it means just because you see it doesn't mean it's actually true. Okay. Period. Yeah. Period. And so what I want to say is I'm not a scientist. Yeah, neither am I. We don't have our PhD, but we just in life. Just in life. We yeah. But no, uh they're they're down. Like, first of all, we all know the bees. We all know bees are out there. The birds like, and the bees. They're yeah. not thriving. <laughs> they're in their flop era. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they are. But uh and it's because of like some of the stuff we put in the ground and you know a lot of the different lawns and shit like that but uh we and the reason because birds are dying or because they don't have bugs to eat right but i want you to just imagine just go back to your childhood okay and think about all the birds you used to see in the sky think about like there used to be you'd go to even like you know the walmart or whatever <laughs> And all on the telephone poles, you'd see fifty thousand like crows just sitting up there. Those and blackbirds, dude. Those blackbirds like, fly up, and yeah. the sky would get dark. They'd be all over the place. Now I'm like, if I see like ten birds 
a day, you know? It's just like... It's a good day. Yeah, you don't see that many birds anymore. And I don't think... Dude, there's, one, there's a Walmart about eight minutes from here that uh, I'll take you to after. And uh, Okay. There's still some populations. I, um, I agree with you yeah. that there are still birds there. Yeah, no, uh, man, that's wild you mentioned that. Um, well, can I give you another... You got another fun fact? Yeah, well, not a fun fact, but just imagine this. Anecdotal evidence. And No, this is more of like a generational evidence thing. Okay. You... And I, like we saw birds, all right? We saw them at a certain population, okay? Then the, the generation that came after us saw them at a different population. Or at least they... Oh, shit. So, like, what they think is as many birds as there should be... Uh, not even close. There's not any close. So, like, in our parents... What a shame. They probably saw way more. But to us, it's the normal amount of bird population. Damn. Does that make sense? Damn. Yeah, it does. Okay. Wow. Blowing my mind. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy to think about. It's yeah. like, yeah... Man, imagine a little kid going dove hunting these days. Yeah. He's like, Dad, Dad, we got four of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, son, we used to we used to limit in 30 minutes out here. Yep. So that's that's just what I wanted to get. And that was just my soapbox wow. for today. Yeah, no, I appreciate you sharing that, man. It, it's a, it's all perspective. Yeah. Um, and I guess there's less satellites or... or uh, yeah, because they're just all like, you know, uh, I look out this window yeah. over here and, I'm, you know, there's probably a bird just peering in. Just probably got its like 4K lens on my... Uh, on what we're doing in here yeah it's probably uh more airplanes more solar more replacement windows i mean there's a lot more objects for birds to uh land that they uh maybe should i was talking to lulu about that the other day she was like why do uh, i can't remember how it came up she was like why do birds not like windows and i was like because they run into them all the time she's like what are you talking about i was like don't you do you not remember the commercials where, like, the Windex commercials, yeah. where, like, the birds would just fly into windows. It was a good she's thing. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. Your windows were real clean. Yeah, and she's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, now Pete is, like, dirty up them windows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for real. Did All they ever right. get in trouble for those commercials? Uh, dude. Sorry, I keep going they in used on birds. to show up to some rodeos that I rode in. Oh, yeah. Well, dude. And I they'd be like... yelling at us, holding posters as we were walking in. Like, yeah, to go behind the shoots, and they would just be telling us we were animal abusers. And well, dude, despite your, you know, whatever, you know, it's just like they're a very outspoken group of individuals. Yeah, but I so I've done, I was I did the running of the bulls, uh, <laughs> yeah. and maybe we. Can, I love that picture. Yeah, so. it's a great picture, and it was in the newspaper. I you can I, can I just tell this that story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got time. All right. Um. So when I was like about 17 years old, this was uh, before I was still in high school, my brother and his best friend and I all went on a backpacking trip through Europe. And we stopped at a little town called Pamplona, Spain. And uh, we didn't tell my parents, like we didn't tell my mom or my dad that we were going to go do this. We just told them, hey, we're going to be in this city around this time. We're going to be in Spain. We're going to be, you know, we're taking a, whatever. We kind of get let them know, but they... They were they connected the dots a little bit too late. We were already there, mm. right? And uh, there's two parts to this story. So the first part is we're getting ready to go. Like I've got like the white shirt, the red rip, the the bandanas on, you the were belt geared up. Yeah, I was geared up. Like you know, there everybody was like that except for the there's professional running of the bull people they have like jerseys and shit and they're like at the front of the line or maybe it's the back whichever one's the hardest i think they're in the back but uh yeah that would be closer to yeah the bull. that'd be closer yeah. to the bull and uh then there was like a uh 
there's like this corner. And bulls aren't very good at turning corners. They're not. They're very straightforward thinking animals. They can't turn. Real when quick, they, I just want to add, uh, like bullfighters, when yeah. they're training, they use a wheelbarrow because that's uh, how a bull turns because it can't take sharp. Can't take that 45. Yeah. Yeah. They're not, they wouldn't be very good running backs, but they've got, they, so there's this corner called Dead Man's Corner, and we started probably about 200 yards before that. And what happens is when you run into that corner, they'll just barrel straight into it because they can't turn. So they're just mm. crushing people up against this wall. Damn. Um, okay, so we started probably, like I said, 100, 200 yards prior to that corner. Got into the arena. Uh, that's where everybody funnels into. Yeah. And uh, the first day, like, my, f- there, people are falling all over the place. And the rule is that you're supposed to just push them down. Like, you're, if the, you don't try to help them up because – what happens is is that they'll be eye level with the bull trying to get up, and they just get smashed. Yeah. So you want to just kind of, like, if you get stepped on by a bull, yeah, it hurts, but, like, at least you're still alive to tell a story. So we're running in, and this guy is, like, in front of me, and I'm trying to, like, kind of push him down or, like, try to get over him because he's, like, right in my way. And he's, like, grabbing onto my foot, and he's, like, trying to, like, help, like, help get himself up, and he's, like, taking my van off. So, like, the last hundred meters – uh or 100 yards, sorry. I know we're over in Europe, but sorry, <laughs> yards for all you Americans out there. I'm like kind of like limping because I'm trying to keep my shoe on, and these bulls are like right behind me. It made me feel like uh, that scene in Air Force One where they get that. Uh, they terror. were closing the gap yeah, on him. and he was, they were all getting shot at. Okay. Oh, boy. So uh, getting right in, and my brother has already made it in, and he's like, come on, come on. And I'm like limping, and he grabs me, like from the side of the gate and pulls me through and these bulls just rush in. So now we are in the arena. We don't know what to do, right? Because it's just like we're kind of in this big bull fighting arena and there's like fans all over the place uh, and they're like applauding and we don't know what the next step is. Did it feel like Gladiator a little Dude, bit? Dude, it did. Hell it yeah. really did. Yeah. And uh, Are you not entertained? <laughs> yeah. We got an impress- impersonation uh, segment coming up later. Yeah. We'll get more into that, but... Me and Tommy are not very good at impersonations. If you didn't know, that was Russell Crowe. I thought that was pretty decent for Tommy. Uh, That was horrid. For Tommy, it was pretty good. (laughs) yeah. We'll get into that later. Um, So we get into the arena. I'm excited. Sorry. Go ahead. And uh, everybody's like kind of like cheering and applauding. And then I see a group of like Spaniards like grouped up. And it looks like they're taking a picture. And there's a guy in the stands in the arena taking a picture of these people. So me and my brother and uh, his friend were like, hey, let's get in the picture. So we like kind of push our way to the front a little bit, and we're like smiling at this picture. And all of a sudden, we realized that where we're standing, there's a gate right in front of us. And yeah, he's taking a picture, but really what's happening, he's taking a picture of what's about to happen. All these people are like holding on to each other, and they open the gate, and they let in one bull at a time. So there's a bull just like looking right at us. And runs straight at us yeah. and jumps, tries to jump over us. And that's what the picture <laughs> that's is. That's the picture, The yeah. picture is of us, like... Yeah. and uh, It's a great picture. So anyway, flash forward, my mom found that picture. That's how we have it. She was, like, you know, being a mom, and she was, like, scared that she was going to find out, like, <laughs> oh, oh two, you know, Dude, three, never... American, three Americans died at, you know, whatever. So she was, like, looking at news articles, and she saw oh. my face. And she recognized me, and she saw, like, my brother or whatever. And so that's how we have that picture. It was in the news. That's wild. I never knew that part of the story. Yeah. 
So I, I we that's she sent it to us, but uh, it's pretty fun. There's she a, had to be proud, I think. <laughs> it's up in our house now, but yeah. So that that was I just wanted to get into that. But all that to be said, like they they have that same like it's pita, but it's also like it's a tradition for them to run down the, but it's still like a very brutal. Yeah, they kill the bulls afterwards. They mm. like there's a whole thing about it, and uh, you know I have a different feeling about. The race now than I did when I did it, but that doesn't mean that I didn't. I, I probably would. I would probably still do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, maybe but, maybe twenty thirty we make a trip. Right. That would be well. I don't know if our legs would. <laughs> we got to do it sooner than that. Yeah. But uh, it's like going to the zoo. If that makes sense. Like when you go to the zoo when you're a kid, it's all magical. It's all fun, and you know you you're like. Well, I was, yeah. But no. when you're older, it's still it's still like cool to see the animals. But you're like, damn. They're in a cage. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get you. I was, yeah. And just. Back. So it's that gray area where I'm at with the running bulls. Sidebar back to, uh, I was thinking 2030, so we'd give ourselves some time to, to prep, get to in get shape. in shape. Yeah. 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 We, our legs will. Uh, yeah. No, I feel you. Things change perspective. You get a little older and look at, look at situations a little differently. But dude, I mean, that's an experience of a lifetime. Yeah. 100%. Speaking of perspective, you and I, you know, we've been poor men before. Yeah. There was a question that you had. Yeah. And it said uh, something to the lines of. Yeah. So I, I, I saw this online, but I thought it would be fun for us. Sure. Um, it's things that broke people always have money for. Yeah. Things broke people have money for. Yeah. Always. 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 Um, and, um, you know, thinking about being in college, being, you know, out of college, even before college, all that stuff, the money that I had, the, the time that I had. For money. Right. Know, what I wanted to spend my money on. Like, it was kind of all based around certain things. And one of them is going out and drinking. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely going out. Um, you know, they say money doesn't grow on trees. Um, but it's, you know, whether you have a little or a lot, I feel like it's allocated in certain directions no yeah, matter what. Absolutely. And going out was something you did not want to miss, miss out on. FOMO. Um, right. So... Yeah, I mean, you don't want to miss out on going out because you know you're going to hear the stories after. Mm-hmm. Or it could be your night, something real special is going to happen. Yeah. Dude, there's that kind of, is it is mystique the right word? There's that certain, like, magical thing that you think is going to happen, like that pre-going out feeling. Yeah, the jitters. It's like, you don't want to miss that. And if you know you're not going out and other people are going out, you're just kind of crushed inside. Right. And so, even if you, like, for example, you do go out. Like, let's say, oh, man, I don't have enough money. Like, I don't. And for us, like I we went, you know, Stillwater, right? It was like 20 bucks. And that was it. You you could, you could, that was it for the night. You, know, you remember those nights? Oh, like, dude. There was nights I didn't even have that. Yeah. And I was still going out. Um, And it, it kind of leads me to the next thing yeah. about that is just alcohol in general. Yeah. Um, There was a time where. You know, if I could round up, you know, literally like twelve dollars, yeah, I could get a seven fifty, yeah, a, like Kentucky Deluxe. Uh, <laughs> oh God, no. or just hearing that brand makes me want to throw up. Jim Beam Kentucky Deluxe, because I was right on KD. That's what we, you know, Kentucky KD Deluxe, was so. uh, an essential. Um, it was the worst of the worst whiskey there is. I drank it every day. Yeah, um, and I mean, I wasn't that, but. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I tell you what, it's it's not hard to drink. Like, yeah, I mean, it really goes down pretty good. 
Now, any any connoisseur would disagree. I sure. mean, it is trash. Yeah. Um, but it, when you're trying to just hit an objective, yeah, it works pretty fine. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, to your point, you're you're absolutely right. Whether we had a little or a lot, we were going out, uh, and especially, you know, the the best thing was this: no matter how much money you took out, at least for me. Out of thin air, I always had enough for absolutely a Big Mac or something. After. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> but but like to go out, and then it was like you know I'd round up, damn change out of my pocket, and McDonald's yeah. and fast food after, and it was right there. Somehow too. I don't know how because I spent a lot of money at the bar, but I'd always have just enough for. Yeah, a couple of burgers or something. I remember I would get an allowance in college, like the, my, you know, because I I didn't have a job. Yeah, uh, I ended up having a job later on in college, but right. I didn't have a job. Like I'm going to school full time. Yes, I have like uh like at the fraternity you could go and uh, eat lunches and stuff like that and all that. But you know, after all that, you don't have you don't have any money. So like at all, I got you know I had a certain amount, but it was like enough to like. Not do much, right? So yeah, no, I feel you. Yeah, I, I got I got help in in college uh, with with having enough money to get by. Absolutely. And, um, I mean, yeah, there was there was a uh, dude. Did you learn how to you learn how to live with very little? Absolutely. Um, uh, and kind of rally around your friends and kind of throw in on stuff, and so that was fun. I um I tell you though, um, you know, the next to that was was nicotine. Mm, um, uh-huh. Seems like even the brokest of broke always have enough for a pack of cigarettes, absolutely, uh, or a can of snuff. Because um, just you know, coming from uh, you and I, like we, we we got nicotine addictions. Yeah, the thing is, is um, it's some it's hard to function without it. Yeah, I mean it really is, and especially if you've been doing it for quite some time. Yeah, um, decades, and it's yeah, it's a terrible habit. This is probably actually probably should be like a PSA, like, hey, if you're in college and you're trying to figure out a way to study for a test and you think nicotine's going to help you focus a little bit more, just go to the doctor and try to get some Adderall. No? Um, probably not. Yeah, that's a slippery slope, That's too. a slippery slope. I feel but we'll, like. We'll um, get, but I'm just saying, stay away from nicotine. Like, uh, I wish... Yes, yeah, I would stay away from Adderall first, but... Um, yeah. But, but, but there's nothing like nicotine on Adderall. Oh, dude. You could write like yeah, I mean, you're coming up with conspiracy theories. You got, but I, would you do this when you'd study? I would do everything in my power to not study it. Almost like, but when I would focus in, boom, I'd get it knocked out. But I feel like yeah. I was such a good like procrastinator, dude. I'd got yeah. I, I would go down to the chambers down in the basement of the house, yeah. and the boys would all be studying for the history final. Yeah, and dude. I'd be fucking off outside. I'd pop in every five, ten minutes. But when those, I was in there for those, you know, dude, I was like, um, you ever seen the show Suits? Yeah. I, was, I mean, I know about it. Yeah. yeah. I was like that guy. I could remember so much more. Um, and I ended up getting the highest grade on the test. See, that's what I'm and saying. And they stayed up for two nights straight. And I was like in increments of, you know, yeah. 15, 20 minutes. But the level of focus was unmatched. Now, with nicotine, I'll tell you what is like, yeah, uh, you're right. I forgot about that. But dude, I stayed up. Like, I'd, I'd smoke a whole pack of cigarettes in one night. 
just then you got to get another five bucks for yeah. the next day. It's like every and then you go, you're going to the gas station and then you're going you know and you might have yeah you might have a couple of weeks where you you're not getting your camel crushes mm, you know never for me you're getting your you know or your Marlboro Reds or whatever you, you might hit a couple of weeks where things are extra tight and you're getting some real off brand shit yeah um, some some grizzly I mean some some, some underneath Palm Mall level yeah. Um, some red uh, it was like red wolf do you remember <laughs> oh yeah dude it's when like I, sands in it when i was like in high school uh this guy was sponsored and then i kind of piggybacked on him but so we would get rolls just logs yeah uh can you guess what type it was i would say red wolf longhorn oh yeah that's that's it even worse than the red wolf. worst dude yeah i mean it it tasted like the dirt from it's the granite. arena it, it's and a, yeah it would cut you up. Um, yeah, it has got a very distinct it, uh, texture. It, well, because we're talking about chewing tobacco. Yeah, uh, yeah. And when you'd put it in, there would be like, it, it tasted like when you get sand in your mouth. Yeah. That's what I always Some of it like. really did, yeah. And it just is not fine. Like, you know, you, and it's making me, you know, the Copenhagen and all that, like, that's just. See, I hit my stride through high school and college really heavy with it. Yeah. Um and now we I don't we don't do it anymore. I mean we I use we, the pouch and nicotine yeah. pouches, yeah. but I don't I don't dip anymore. I actually had to have surgery because of it. Really? Yeah, man, it was a terrible deal. Uh, yeah, you get you get the gum recession and, yeah. and you get some real bad issues there. Yeah. So, uh, if you're not already hooked on it, uh, just stay away. Yeah. Now the other thing that broke people always have money for outside of nicotine. I feel like um, uh, it's another thing you smoke. Vape. Vape and oh weed yeah Duh, I thought yeah. you were gonna get it uh, I should have I should have yeah you know I feel like dude the the guy in your neighborhood or dude we got them damn cicadas out there just going to town sorry um that, it, I love that word by the way cicadas. yeah that's a great word they're annoying as hell but mm-hmm. um yeah whoever it is on your block or wherever you're at like you know they're just roughing it but they always got a sack on them yeah it's true. Like they, yeah. I mean, I, there's some roommates that, that I had and stuff like that. Like, I remember, yeah, they that would be like the first thing they would spend money on. <laughs> like you could just like, oh, you I, I, some leftover. Yeah. I have some leftovers or whatever. But you know, at least I got like a new, like whatever. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna eat well this week, but <laughs> I'm gonna be high. <laughs> yeah. uh, which is ironic because you know you want. Gotta get. The I think munchies. that's why you know you get the candy and stuff. You kind of stock up. You gotta you gotta prepare it. And yeah. There's there's an order of operations. But they always yeah. You're right. There's always money in Dude, the dime bag. Uh yeah, and then the other thing is just like I feel like some people that I see. And I know it ain't much, but they always have money for Black and Miles and Swisher Sweets and yeah, Blunts. Yeah, like, well, those go hand in hand. You can hand. get the singles, so it's like you're talking sense. But yeah, uh, even the guy on the on the corner that doesn't have a house is, you know, he's still he's still uh, hustling for a change and yeah. finding a way to always have enough money for that. Even dude, I remember. Uh, okay, so when we used to play in a band together. Uh, the place that we used to like go to our for our studio wasn't in the nicest neighborhood. You didn't mention that gas station. Yeah, oh my God. there. One time when I went in there before uh, you were there, like I went to go grab a drink and like grab some stuff. <laughs> this one guy went in there and was like trying to return a pack of cigarettes. Like he was trying to get his money back, and the the cashier was like, "Dude, these aren't even the same. These are like 
what did you roll? These are pre-roll. Like, what did? You, what is this? He's, this guy was out of his mind. Like, yeah. But he was like trying to re- get money back from like a half thing <laughs> of cigarettes, and I was like, damn, like desperate times. Desperate times call for desperate measures. But I've been, I, I have been there. You know, yeah. not with that, not with cigarettes. But they, like, they were probably stolen anyways. I remember going through trash cans. This is so like, like of my own trash cans. Okay, like of uh, old like <laughs> tobacco cans. Oh, you know, and they're trying to find, you know, when you dried up extra. Yeah, like there's like a little pinch here, a little pinch there, a little pinch over here, and yeah. you, you got to throw one in. Like, yeah, that uh, that's when you know you got a problem. When you're stumbling through your garage trying to find those cigarette butts that there might be a couple sparks left to you. Yeah. Yeah, this, it's rough, man. It is. I tell you what, yeah, some of those gas stations, um, they'll get you. There's some antics always going yeah. on. Um, I, I I think we got most of that covered. There's a couple things I want to touch on. I feel like tattoos is another. Yeah, they all. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a tattoo, but I know. What I don't you're either. At. But I feel like somehow people always, you know, like, like, oh, I just got it colored, or I got like it you this. see them on Facebook one yeah. week, and they're like, I had a tragedy, set up a GoFundMe, yeah, and then, and then two weeks later they got a damn tattoo. That's how. It, that's how they afford it. That's we just it. Found, we, just found, we figured it out on the. That's how you do it. Yeah, well, yeah, tattoos. Little uh, Jamie's not doing too well. I need to, you know, boom. Also, here's a colored tattoo of, you know, me and whatever. I me had, and my grandpa. Yeah, I had two more that I kind of had just jotted yeah. down. Uh, another one is a gas station item. Funny how a lot of these are gas station items. Scratch-offs. Oh, yeah. I, I Dude, I never I never got into the scratch-offs. Oh, Lulu dude. loves them, and, but she's never, she hasn't done them in a while, but, like, we talk about them, and, like, we need, I, I don't know. I had a bit of a, I had a bit of an addiction with it years ago. Yeah, uh, and and I, yeah, I would I would allocate money I, I didn't have on scratch offs, so I'm guilty of that. But I was also in in, in rehab and going through some whatever. Yeah. But I feel like you know I'll be at the local gas station corner store and there's people that haven't showered in three days that are buying scratch offs and yeah, I mean God bless them. But I'm I'll like, tell is you, that really? You think that's really the best idea? I'll tell you. What I get annoyed about is like remember last last uh, last episode we were talking about like at the at the drive drive through having to be behind somebody that's like taking their sweet ass time. Oh, when I'm at the gas station, especially when I was in my nicotine like bag trying to get a can of yeah. Copenhagen, and someone's ordering like 15 scratch offs <laughs> in front of me, and they're like, "No, I want the Lucky Sevens. No, I want number 13 up here." Y'all are out of ten dollars, dude. Yeah, that is when. <laughs> I used to get so angry. <laughs> the worst is when they start fucking scratching it off in front of you. They win and they yeah, want to re up right back in. They yeah. want to re up while they're there on the more. I'm like, God, just let me get my shit and uh, get out of here. Yeah, let's take a break. I'm excited for this next se- segment coming up. I want to talk about a little bit more broke stuff because you know we've been we've all been there. Yeah, but uh, let's take a break. When let's we come back, we got a new segment we want to tease, uh, and we will be right back. Sounds good. Hey friends. Hello, scholars. Um, all right, we got a new uh segment that we're working on. And actually, shout out to Lulu. Um, we were watching something, and I'm you know, we're watching something together, and I'm trying to do an impersonation of the character. And she's like, You're so bad at that. And I've always been bad yeah, at you get that too. Impressions. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're really bad at impressions. And uh so she was like, Hey, you should is Tommy bad? And I was like, I'm if I know anything about Tommy, he's bad at this. <laughs> And, you know, comes to find out I'm 
He's I'm right. So yeah, you weren't wrong. So what we did is we had B uh, give us a list of some celebrities, and Tommy and I are going to go toe to toe and try to do the impersonations and see if the other one can guess who they are. Right. Um, and like I said, we're not good at this. So, so this was a randomized list that yeah. we were each sent. We don't know. We don't know who they are. Who I mean, are. I know who mine are because I just got received the list. Tommy knows who his are. And uh, do you want me to go first? Or let's play a little rock, paper, scissors to see who has yeah, to go yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, let's do rock, paper, scissors. I go and shoot, and I'm sure you do too. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Hell yeah. Uh, Sorry, babe. You know what? I'll go first. No, no, dude, I'll, I'll go. Right. I lost fair and square. Okay. Um, I lost the rock, paper, scissors. Um, what are we going to call this segment? Uh, we'll, fi- we'll think of Impressions, imitations. Yeah. Talent show. Talent, Talent show. show. God. There it is, B. The ladies. Lulu you know, Lulu B. came up with it. B came up with the title. What would y'all do without us? I don't know. I don't I don't know. Uh, okay. You ready? Yeah. All right. Go. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> Not all treasure is silver and gold. Orlando Bloom. Today is the day. You'll always remember. Oh, uh, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Patriot. Today is the day you'll always remember as the day you almost caught. Oh, Jack Sparrow. (laughs) Yes. Johnny Depp. That was my first. When I said Orlando Blue. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Depp. That was pretty good. Not bad. That was pretty good. That was good guessing, Kellen. (laughs) Yeah. All right. We got there. All right, let me. All right, here's one. I'm just gonna go for the first one. Okay, uh, that's what I did too. Yeah. All right, let me get the character. This is so bad. All right. Oh. Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. Mr. Senator, do not come. Do not come. What? We did it, Joe. We did it. Kamala. Yeah, Kamala. Okay, Harris. I thought it was. When, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty <laughs> You were doing good. the lip thing, too. Uh, that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I have to get it. I, was, I have to get into character. So, so far, we're that one was, to one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? I should have guessed Johnny Depp first, but when I heard it, it had a little bit more Orlando Bloom to yeah, it. Yeah, you did. Sound so, like so, I heard oh, the damn, silver and gold. Okay. I heard the pirate. I was like, okay, it's got to be that. Yeah, Legolas. I had to go for the low hanging fruit. The, the but then when line. you said that, yeah, when yeah. you got that, I had it. I didn't know what else would help. Orlando Bloom sounds like he's in pain when he's talking all the yeah. time, and you had that. You did, mm-hmm. but I think it was because he was. I'm in probably pain in for pain. having to do it. Yeah, all right. I'm in pain. Your turn, homeboy. Oh yeah, 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 dude. I have the worst memory. I gotta look at the list. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he got into character. I just think that music is magical, and everybody should experience a little bit of magic, and everybody should experience love. And I just think that you should always chase your dreams. Michael Jackson. That yeah. was so good, Tommy. <laughs> oh my god, that was good. <laughs> God dang, dude. dude! That was good, dude. You got it. Yeah, hell yeah! Thank wow. you for getting yeah. that because I was really going out on a limb. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. That was really good. Let me get in the character real quick. It's down here. Okay. Hello, Potter. 
No, that was Parrot. Hold on. <laughs> Mr. Potter. Five points from Gryffindor because Harry Potter cannot get his shit together. Are you, uh, are you Snake? Yeah, I'm so bad. That was so bad. <laughs> I thought that was good. This was, that one was going to be the easiest one. That was the hardest one for me. <laughs> Dude, okay. Well, hey, we got it. Yeah, you, you gave yeah. me enough to work with there. Hello, Potter. Yeah, I can't get it. I can't, I still can't. Yeah, he's got that, that low deep. He bite. does. It's like, yeah. Really nasally, oh, I was about to do this, but I already have a nasally voice. So, hello, 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 Potter. Hello. hello. It's more like that. Hello. Mr. Harry Potter. Yeah. Harry. There it is. Hello, Harry. All right. You got yeah, yours. I can't. I can't. But thank it. you for helping me out with that one. Cause yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I could hear it through the, the cans, and I'm like, that's not, that's not <laughs> Alan Rickman. Yeah. I think we should just do the whole list, probably. Yeah. Yeah, just do it. Yeah. They're quick. Um, I, I don't even know where to start. I tell you what, I'm gonna do the one I didn't want to do now, and then do the next yeah. one last. Eat the biggest frogs first. Yeah. Um, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. There you go. <laughs> I'm trying to think how to not give this away right away. Yeah. Mm, let's see. Dude, just watching him get into character is <laughs> so fulfilling to me. I just think that no, that wouldn't it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not watching this on YouTube, you're missing out. I just think that like my my I can't do it. Let's see, my my sisters are, yeah. are my sister. You're my doing sisters it. are. Is it Courtney Kardashian? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I... <laughs> How did you know that? I got you. She's not going to say anything but about her sister. I got it, dude. Dude. I got it. That was so good for how bad that was. I, I, that was bad. I, I, I had believe. it before you even said sisters, actually. When you said I just... I you I could tell you were getting dude, it. Dude, that blew my mind. You. All right. Well, you got to help me out with this one. There you go. This one I think Tommy could do. Oh, really? Yeah. I think he would, he would be good at this one. Okay. Uh, hubba 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 blue. <laughs> Elvis. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. All you got to do is a couple of hubba hubba. Yeah. I knew Everybody didn't know Elvis. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um. Back to it. I think you could. Uh, that. Okay. I'm going to try to do I don't know. I've tried to do Elvis. I don't do a very good Elvis. Um, I do a great Elvis. We can already hear it. She wasn't even trying, I don't think. And she <laughs> no, <started. kidding. laughs> Yeah. No. She. Uh, yeah. You got it? Yeah. Oh, Our enemies are innovative and resourceful. George Bush. And so are we. George W. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Little W for sure. God dang, dude. That was good. Tommy's better than I thought. I hope the listeners that are listening to this on like Spotify go and watch his yeah. eyes while he was. He talking. gets into character. Dude, like I don't he, know if that, that was, was violent. A good, that wasn't a very good. He was looking straight into Al Qaeda's eyes. Yeah, he, he was. That. Well, that, I mean, have you? Did you see the? I mean, now watch this backswing. <laughs> <laughs> There's a saying in, uh, in 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 Texas. I'm I'm, I know I'm, I'm having in Tennessee probably too. Tennessee too. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were. 
fool me once. <laughs> All right. This is my last one. And then I've got like a, I'll just try to do one after this one. Fool me twice. You ain't going to fool me again. <laughs> um, all right, here we go. Uh, my fellow Americans. Um, Barack. Yeah. That was really dude, good. Dude, you comment. nailed that. Thanks, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, the um had me yeah. right away. I was like, yeah. there's only one. I know. I was trying to think. I had to get into my Dude, that's funny because if I was going to give you one, that's who I would have gave you. Really? Because I was like, I, I figured you could probably do that one decent. Okay. Well, I, I, and it's hard too. I will say, like doing impersonations, you don't want to give away, but what you say, right? Yeah. You want them to like just be able to. And so when with the Mister Potter and the fellow Americans, like I think I floated and and tried to try to yeah you lay did. some Easter eggs because I couldn't do the voices all you know, all the yeah. way. Um, and I, I I've only heard uh, Kamala like say a couple things, you know. So like. Eat. We did it, Joe. Yeah. We did it, we Joe. We did it, Joe. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> that yeah. video was so bad. All right, I got uh, one more that I want to just try out. Okay. You know, I'm Dude, feeling I love froggy. It. I love it. I'm feeling froggy. Hold on, let me get into character here. This one's tough. This person has won an Academy Award, so. Oh, yeah, the stakes are high here. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. What am I going to say? I got to think about what to say. I got to get in character and I got to think of something to say. So you I'm got gonna, this. We believe. I'm just hearing the. Okay, hold on. We're not here. Yeah, we're not there. I'm just going to get my eyes closed. Okay, give me a second. We're back at an ASMR podcast. All right. Do you want to know how I got these scars? Oh my gosh. Am I licking my lips? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Mystery. I never know when that would open up. If I caught a car, I would just. Oh, wait, what does he say? There the, you go. The, the, yeah. Thank yeah, you. yeah. Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got it. Dude, Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was that was I. Right away. Yeah, it's therapeutic doing voices when you're not good at them. You know, you just put your. Do you got any other ones that you want to just try out? Um, We're gonna make this a new segment too because I like uh, getting put on the spot. Um, but the talent show. The talent show, and maybe we d- yeah, maybe no, like we should, rotate. We, this talents. is a regular segment now. Maybe we yeah. do the spelling bee too. I'm oh, just kidding. <laughs> we could do that. Dude, yeah, that'd be wild. I yeah. I've been uh, I've been there's a word of the day that I've been getting every day. I don't even know. I don't even subscribe to this or anything. It just came I'm, through my emails. I'm trying to think if there's while you're doing that, I'll just tell you what the word of the day that is. I would even want to take a stab at. I think I'm set up. Let's see if it's going to tell me what the word of the day is. Because I saw it before I got here, but I got to remember how to say it. Here it is. A flatus. A flatus. A flatus? Are we spelling this? If you want. Country of origin. Um, it uh, doesn't tell me. Actually, oh, Latin, mid-17th century. Latin, okay. A flatus. Okay, I got it. Can you define the word? A divine creative impulse or inspiration. A flatus. Go for it. A you were flatus. asking all the questions. I'm dyslexic. It's not. <laughs> it's, uh, it's all right. A? Yeah. Starting off strong. I thought it was an E, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can you say it? Can you repeat the word one time? Here, I'll let her do it. A flatus. A F. F L A T U S. 
You got it. Dude, you got it. No way. Yeah. As soon as you got that double F, I was like, it's a home run from here. Yeah, you got it. How did you do that? I don't know. Dude, I did well in spelling. (laughs) I thought it was E P H. (laughs) E P H, one of the E flatus. Esophagus. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, I like that segment. Um, We're going to keep doing it. Yeah, it's good. That's good. Going forward. I'm glad you brought that to the table. And Lulu, thank you for. uh, Yeah, shout out Lulu. Adding that in the mix, that was fun. I, you know, I, I don't. I think we'll end it on a high note there. Uh, as far as the, I, I can't think of anybody else to try to. When I was trying to get into character for the Joker, you know that it always sounds like he has those strings in the back, like those violin strings that are like real, like oh bee. yeah 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 yeah. That's what I was trying to like. It's hard to bring that picture out in my yeah. I was trying yeah. to listen to you it. You gotta shrug your shoulders up yeah. a little. Yeah, you did good. Thanks, did good. dude. B, uh, I know you got. I know you got some impressions you can do. Can we just get give her one? Um, or does she want to? You want to do guess? Hermi- Hermione Granger. Hermione. Hermione Granger. No. <laughs> um. What about? Uh, oh, dude, she can do a good one from the Patriot. Shout out Heath Ledger again. The one I always say to you, and you're just like, it's two words. Come on, you can do it. I don't know. <laughs> from the Patriot. I know. The little girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know two words. Oh, dude, it's Papa, Papa. <laughs> 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 you know, when he's going yeah. back. Yeah. Papa, Papa, Papa. You, dude, Papa. that's, uh, yeah, that scene is yeah, um, yeah. tearjerker. It'll, it'll get yeah, you, man. Lulu's really good. Did at you impressions. know, fun fact, that that scene, um, they used a backdrop? What do you mean? They used a backdrop, like the ocean, the oh yeah, that whole scene. It blew my mind when I learned that. They weren't on a beach? Not completely, not like that. I'm pretty sure I watched something that said that was like a backdrop. Dude, how about Heath Ledger in that movie? Well, it was like a mixture, but they used... Yeah. Heath Ledger was was great in that movie. Dude, I always thought, like, I always, you know what I, like, growing up, watching that movie, so, you know, there's that scene where they're in the forest... Right, and then yeah. the red coats are going through, and like the aim small, miss small, aim small, miss small. Oh, like, dude, that got you know, me hard. Yeah, and so here I am, like thinking, like that's gonna happen to us, like sometime down the road. Like, dude, I there's used gonna to, be a time where we're gonna have to like shoot red, like British people. Yeah, no, I, it I, really, I say that in my head a it's lot. It's a very good propaganda, dude. Movie. I used to say that before, like, and they weren't huge shows, but to me, some of the bigger shows I'd play. Yeah, dude, I'd say that to myself before. I, I was just, just there's the sentiment of that. That's like it just gives you a little mm. aim small, miss small, aim small, miss small. Yeah, dude, the best part that movie's great actually. And then, uh, I mean, you know, you can say whatever you want about Mel Gibson, but he definitely in that movie, oh, nailed it. Yeah, and uh, then you know they got the chess pieces that they're melting to dude. make more bullets and shit. Oh, and then just, all that that movie, the great. chair scene when he's making chairs and getting yeah. frustrated, the humor. Yeah. But like all in all, I'll tell you what really stands out that sets actors like that on a whole nother stage is the little subtle facial expressions yeah. in between scenes, dude. Like the emotion that yeah. is brought out. Just by a simple twitch of the lip or the you know squint of the eyes yeah. and stuff because it's not overdone. It's just very very well done. Who I think is really good at that. Who like yeah Swifties. I get it. You guys don't like him. Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, he dude. He's such a good actor. Uh, I saw a movie with him. Prisoners. You ever see that movie? Yeah. 
yeah. and he's got this little eye twitch that he does, and, I, and it is a little bit overdone, but at the same time, like, uh, yeah, he's he's good at like him, and there's a lot of other like character actors that are like him that uh, you don't go into like the Spider-Man movie he was in. He was the bad guy in it. He was Mysterio or whatever. Right. Uh, I wasn't. There wasn't like a time where I was like, oh, that's yeah, it is Jake Gyllenhaal, but I wasn't like. You weren't out of the stuck movie. on it. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't stuck on the movie. I was like, oh, this is just Jake Gyllenhaal like, playing a villain. It was like, no, he's this character. You know what I mean? He, he yeah. did a good job. And um, a lot of what I've heard recently, actually, is like a lot of people that are going through acting classes and theater classes and stuff like that, they try to over-dramatize uh, like speaking and talking and all this kind of stuff, and it lessens them as an actor if that makes sense so like just subtle things like yeah. that you're talking about like little uh because uh and that's what the cw shows like they look those because those are young actors that are coming up and they've been taught to like over dramatize their uh their act their acting right right it makes it uh fake it makes it like pseudo realistic yeah. you, you know female it. um actresses that are really good at that too is emma stone yeah. I feel like she like just looks like a normal person. Yeah. And that's she, what yeah. acting is. But then also, um, the lady that plays Bellatrix Lestrange. Yeah. Hell, yeah, she used to uh, be I think she still Carter. is married to uh Tim Burton. Dude, um I think we're yeah. There's another I just gotta throw in the mix. Sorry, we're now we're just professionals when it comes yeah, to like acting and all this stuff because of the last ten minutes that we just had that we were able to talk from a place of like knowledge Experience. and wisdom. Yeah. And, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. just letting you know uh, that's why we're able to critique, okay? Because we've been there and we've done that. So Yeah, we got the t shirt. Well, what were you gonna say? Denzel. It's just mind blowing. Denzel. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm a pretty big Denzel Washington yeah. fan. And I love his son. Um, yeah. The diversity of genres of films he's in dude like that stands out to me too um like really you go from remember the titans yeah. to american gangster to there's so many different roles he's yeah. played equalizer 310 to you or not 310 to Yuma. that train one that he's the it's not 310 to Yuma, but it's like one, two, three, Palin or whatever. Okay. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah. Well, and, and that just reminded me of Jamie Foxx also. Um, Dude, he's but, so good. Um, yeah, man. There's just certain people that really stand out because it's they don't overdo it. Yeah. They fit into a role. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing is like actors and actresses, like you mentioned Emma Stone, that was a great example. Um, I think they bring a little bit of themselves to every role uh -huh. instead of trying to, you know. There's people that play themselves in every role. Uh, th but I will say there's one character or one actor, but they're more of a method actor, I would say, that uh, does the opposite. Like they do play a little bit more vibrato. Like they yeah. play this big, bigger than life characters. Uh, Leo. Oh, dude, yeah. Like Wolf of Wall Street. Django, that's what made me think of it. Yeah, Jamie Foxx. Like they he plays these characters that like are so out there that but at the same time they feel so real. If that makes sense. Like yeah, he's no, just so in it. Definitely. In, so I uh, mean, yeah, and especially like I mean Matthew McConaughey. Um the the McConaissance baby, dude. He Yeah. There was a time where he was doing Fool's Gold with his shirt off and that was his bag. That's all he did. 
Then you got Interstellar came out. Then he had, you know, uh, True Detective. Like all these movie uh, shows and movies. How to that came lose out. a guy in ten days. Yeah, that was uh, his. That used that was his old bag. Now he's yeah. got this new. Like I think he won an Academy Award. I might be wrong about that. But wasn't he in that? He was in that movie. Yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, now you see him in car commercials, and you're like, dude, it's like he just got his little dude. Well, all my Texans know he's also in uh, some energy commercials down here. Yeah, the armadillo, yeah. whatever the armadillo commercial is, um, whatever company that is. Yeah, I mean, he's and, always him in the background. Uh, dude, yeah, he he's got he's got that that X factor too. Um, but you know, I was I was. Uh, I actually recently somebody can you do him? Let's see. It. I don't even want to try. All right, I'll fall on my he face. He says, "All right, all right, all right." Like every time between breaks, and now he doesn't want to try it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I almost put that on one of y'all's list. Oh yeah, but then I was like, mm. Tommy would have knocked that out of the park. And the George W. Bush was a good pick for him. I mean, I didn't even nail it. Um, you're it was close but enough. I that. think it got the gist. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, somebody reached out to me recently about going and doing some TV, um, some TV shows, um, which I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, That'd be cool. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm not a, I'm not an actor. You'll um, be like the, or like on a CSI show, you'll be like the crew doc loader that yeah, answers some it, questions. Was it the same email your mom got to be an extra? Oh, uh, no, no, no. But I did get that email. Um, no, this was somebody actually messaged me that I know, um, okay. that's in the industry. I told you, uh, he knew I'm kind of in between work right now and he was he like, was Hey, like, hey if you want it on the side, like, you know, here's a, uh, and kind of, of course I didn't want to tell B about it. Cause she's like, don't try to be a fucking actor all of a sudden. <laughs> like, hey, but dude, there's Jesus people. Take the <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but dude, I've been dropping yeah. some pretty wild career paths on her lately and. Uh, you wanted to be a sports agent about a month ago. Dude, I think mm, you have to go to law school. We went to a, a, we went to a wedding, and uh, you know, I mentioned there was a, a Russian basketball player, um, who, um, I want to try to get on the podcast sometime. All right. He's very interesting to talk to. He's very insightful with basketball, but also just um, college ball and yeah. kind of the ins and outs. I think Did he play fun. Euro ball at all? Uh, well, so he, he's from Russia, but he, like, he played at Texas Tech. Okay. Um, he played a couple other schools, um, and this is his last year. Well, I um, had a, I had a punch brother, um, I don't know if he listens to the podcast or not, uh, that was a sports agent. Yeah. He, there was a, he kind of had, like, a friend of his growing up, they went to the same uh, high school, and he ended up, like, making it going to the uh, NBA, and he was his agent. And then he started, like, kind of representing other people. Oh, okay. But I don't know, I, you know, I, mean, I remember, he, dude, he came back, like, he dropped out of school to go do this. Okay. And I remember he came back for, like, a house party that we had one night, and he had, like, like 15 bottles, like, Grey Goose. So he's doing shit. pretty okay. Yeah, and I don't know how, he, like, I think he's kind of gotten away from it. But dude, for a while, I was like, "Holy shit!" So I, I, I totally left out why I mentioned the gentleman I met at the wedding. Yeah, well, it's because we sat there and talked for like two and a half hours, and after it, I was like, oh, "I think there's a space missing between high school, college, and promoting people, especially with content and reels and everything." And I know there's a bunch of companies out there that do that, but I was like, mm, "Be interesting to explore and then take those people on, like." You know, maybe PhD has a sports agency one day or something. Oh you know? yeah. So it, it was just something floating around. Um, she didn't like that <laughs> <laughs> She's idea. Like, Stick 
too, yeah. yeah. Too much. Um, but, you know, we're just exploring. We're just exploring. So I don't know. I'm, you might see me in a TV show in, in a year from now. Who knows? There you go. But, uh, this is all that it is. It's practical. So the talent shows. I'll, I'll be the I'll be the patient in Grey's Anatomy. There you uh, go. Yeah. Just you're really good at that. He's <laughs> always at this fucking hospital, so he knows he's that's his element. Dude, I could probably be a doctor. Uh, I uh, I think I've told it on the podcast that there's a time where like I got a call back to be because uh, back in you know college there was just like some uh, you know like tryouts and stuff like that for different commercials, TV shows, all that kind of stuff, and so I would like drive up to Oklahoma City, which isn't that far away, to just try sometimes. and uh, Or you just send in stuff. And I sent in one for like a Nike commercial. Oh, yeah. And it was like you had to play basketball. I did tell the story. But basically what happened was uh, they liked me, all this kind of stuff, and they're like, hey, send us a video of you like playing basketball. Well, this was like right before I went to spring break, and dude, I fucked up my knee on spring break, <laughs> jumping out of the car. Yeah. So I wouldn't ever do I, – I couldn't do it. I couldn't even uh. like fake do it. You know what I mean? Uh, as an actor, I didn't want to like half-ass it. Hey, know? there's always Adidas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or Reebok. Let's take a break. When we come back, we've got some uh, questions, and I've got some good ones, I think. I'm excited to hear both of y'all's opinions. Yeah, we're going to weigh in, so uh, yeah, we'll be right back. Yeah, stick with us. Tommy, I swear if you try to be an actor, I'm packing my bags. <laughs> dude. Yeah, because like I was saying. Uh, we're back. Oh, Listen, I'm. <laughs> most actors are like waiters for 95% of their life. You yeah, know? it was just a side gig, guys. It was just like a temp job, basically. Yeah. Um, you could be. I just. I, it is a bucket list of mine to be able dude, to. I'm be, just trying to help PhD and get our hat, uh, name in the hat. Yeah, uh, name in the, the ring. Let's get into the questions. The producers. I don't actually have it pulled up, so it's going to take a second. But um, these are kind of, you know, some of them for Reddit. Uh, this one is, yeah, this one's good. I like this one. All right. Um, give it a load. So this one is. Are we, uh, are we rolling? Camera rolling? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Perfect. He's, now he's in his actor bag again. <laughs> All right. Am I the asshole for making a woman leave my house? I, a 30-year-old man, was talking with my wife's friend who was there for dinner. She tried to hug my son, who's seven, but he had a bad day and said no thanks. She kept pressuring him when and didn't budge, so she looked at me. I said a kid at school started a fight with him, and he was grumpy, so maybe later. She said, come on, you're going to let him disobey me like that? I said I raised him to build his own boundaries and say no when something violates them. And I would never make him break them for someone else. She laughed and she said, she's lucky. He's lucky. He's not her kid. That behavior would be fixed fast. I had my son go to his room. Then I told her to get out. I said, the reason I got out of bed in the morning was to see my son grow another day older. And I would not stand for him being treated like a pet rather than a person. She called me an a-hole and left. My wife is disappointed because she went to yoga with her, but says she can't scold me because she'd probably do the same. Can you give us a quick summary? Are you kidding me? Dude, I have a hard time. So basically what happened was this lady was over at her, her house, uh, over at this this guy's house. Her His son was there. He's seven. Uh, she asked for a hug, and, he, you know, the son was, like, not really in the mood. Sometimes, you know, kids are shy, whatever. Didn't want to give her a hug, and she made a big deal about it. And, uh, you know, she kept, like, 
persisting, persisting, and he was like, no. Okay, gotcha. Dad stepped in, you know, kind of laid the foot down, and then told the kid to go to the room and said, hey, look, like, uh, this is my son. Like, I want him to grow, have his own boundaries, grow yeah, up, all that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm with His you wife was a little upset because she had to deal with it at yoga. Okay. But she said that she would have done the same thing. Gotcha. Sorry. And yeah. The, I, the question I, is, yeah. is he an asshole? Yeah. This is why Harry Potter was so hard to watch with him, yeah. by the way. And you guys watched like, I have all a, I have yeah. a, I have a delayed, uh, I, I forget the name for it. Um, but yeah, I, I used to get extra time on tests and certain things. Gotcha. Dude, <laughs> so did I, I mean, I did too, but dude, it's yeah, when somebody, too, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So is this dude an asshole or not? Do you want to, you guys want to go in first? I don't think he's an asshole at all. I just need to clarify. He was on the side of his son not having to hug her. Yes. Because his okay, boundaries. Boundaries. So I agree with him. Absolutely. And I think any modern day parent would agree also. Absolutely. Um, and I think I think even it used to be like you don't have a choice in the matter when you're, you know, aunt or whoever. Yeah. Like, you know, you give them a hug. Well, these days not so fast. No. So, yeah, the whole boundary thing. Um, I'm for it. Uh, if the kid doesn't want to hug you, I mean, look, um, I got a niece and a nephew. Sometimes, you know, yeah, they're just not in the mood. Um, yeah. They'll give you a pound it, you know, they'll do yeah. knuckles or they'll give you a hug. I kind of look at it like um, there's times I don't want to give somebody a hug. Right. Yeah. So why would they want to? Yeah. Uh, I want to go back for a second. Okay, sorry. I had a thought the other day, um, and not to take anything away from your niece or nephew, but I had a thought the other day, like, have you noticed that when you, like, your friends or whoever have kids, like, the first thing that they teach their kid how to do is, like, to, like, pound it, and they call it, you know, give them knucks, and they think it's, like, very original. Yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. They're like, oh, look what, you know, Kaysen can do. Like, look, give him knocks, give him knocks. I always, you hate it, don't you? I think it's so... I just Dude, like, it's like, hold the on. most universal thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like getting your dog to shake. I understand. It's like... I understand, but... And I understand it's your kid, so it's like, it's very impressive. It's like, wow, I, you know... It's not even about that. It's being. just a bro bonding moment that me and my nephew have. No, when, when, that know. part's <laughs> our... I'm just going back to like toddler stage, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 I got it's you. It's like, hey, look what I trained this child to do nucks give them nucks yeah i just for whatever reason i'm so and i'm always on the other end of it and i'm like oh cool he can do whatever 95 percent of everybody High five. else yeah. yeah 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 exactly that's when i'm like no too slow and then no yeah but uh i just i was uh, just I thinking you. about that the other day i got you i i don't disagree and then also either. one other thing i want to say and we'll go back to the asshole okay. or if he is or not I, we, we all agree he's not but i also want to say uh growing up we didn't really like give knuckles or pound it uh we always would like high five, right? And then sometime in between when we were in middle school or whatever, that's when like pounding it was that became like a everybody did it and it all happened all at once. And I think there was a shift in the timeline because I and I might be getting back on my soapbox again. I but, got a theory. Do you get what I'm do you I got a that? theory. Do you remember that? I do. I okay. remember. And I think it was sixth grade for us. Yeah, because I was about to say, we didn't do it for a while. I remember everybody had to get taught it, or like, you know, the first person to do it was like, yeah. oh, that's like revolutionary. And then now, I mean, everyone. My theory is this. And this is just speculation. Yeah. But what year was that? If we were in the sixth grade, so. Probably 2003, 2002. Not even. Yeah, it was. Maybe. Okay. Uh, you're better at math than I am. Yeah. 
handshakes. Yeah. Okay. Like secret when handshakes. You're, when you're when you're younger, you know, through elementary and middle school, everybody's got this handshake. Yeah. Well, then what I saw happen that really exploded, especially because you know when you're watching Sports Center at that age. Yeah. There. Yeah. Is this? You see, you know, the intro of a game. Yeah. Like and NBA. guys got their handshakes. Yeah. But what was a staple in that was this pound or yeah. the explode pound, right? Ooh. And yeah. so, I don't know, but for me, it was like when I started doing that was when we saw like athletes or other people do it. Doing it. It's like a next level of a secret handshake. Yeah. But this was something that something was just sh- like... Short and sweet, something simple, something... Yeah, I know this was... But it just all came out of nowhere, like overnight kind of a thing. And... uh yeah. I mean, we all we all adapted. We all got it. You know, everybody was on the same page. It's cool. Let's do it. I mean, COVID really brought it back. Yeah, brought it back. I mean, it was it's been there, but <laughs> it definitely like you know, shot it to Did the. Did you know what the the newest one is? The elbow. Yeah, that was the <laughs> COVID one. Yeah. Uh, okay, back to the guy. Yes, I believe he's not an asshole. He's not an asshole. I believe he's in the right. Uh, when it's your kid, like you got to look out for that kid, and you also want that kid to grow up to be, you know. Yeah, have set their own boundaries. Like, I know for us, one of our things that we do, like, and it's just uh, with Alex, um, he's online playing video games with people, right? And he's not allowed to, like, they're on. he has one on his phone, Roblox, and he's not allowed to message people on it. Okay. And he's not allowed to, like... That's healthy If boundary. he's with us, if he's with us, he's allowed to, you know, like talk and all that kind of stuff but if it's like you know kind of by himself like it's he's not there it's 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 weird because those people in roblox they could be his age they could be 50 year old dudes just like whatever you know i've seen it i've seen it uh exactly so that's kind of like the same sentiment in real life like you want them to be able to tell like when i was a kid i was we're people pleasers right you and i are a little bit i am at least uh what we what I do is like when I was a kid I didn't want to let people down like yeah I'd give them a hug even if I was having a bad day like I didn't have that boundary we had a lot of empathy um, and you, yeah you, you you're like man I don't want to let them down right and that almost guilt out of that yeah. is like I'm gonna do it anyways yeah and that's not it's not healthy honestly because you need to have you need to set your own boundaries because it helps you later on in life like if you don't if you don't want to do something or if you don't feel comfortable doing something you should be able to say no. You know how many times I've helped people move? Oh, yeah. Because I'm not good at saying no. That Dude. is not an invitation for more people to say, hey, can you come help me? Yeah, try driving a truck. Yeah, it's like you know what I mean? everybody, yeah. you're you're the first call. Actually, yeah. Um, absolutely. But you know what? It's gotten better these days. And luckily, I mean, for, for the most part, we're at the age where our friends movers. just call movers. Yep. Uh, they got the, the cash flow to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, the last thing, and then let's get to the next one. Sure. But the last thing I want to say is this, is um, I was a little naive at first about that because I was just like, I didn't see, like, you know, like if a kid, you know, they don't want to give you a high five or something. Yeah. And I think part of that stems from the infamous, like, when you get left hanging. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, no, somebody got to get Because it's me. embarrassing. You know what As I mean? As a kid, yeah. It's you're like going out on a limb and then it's not reciprocated. And yeah. You're just and then you do there. the cool thing, though, when you do this and you give yourself a high five. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. that's the cool thing. Yeah. Uh, so it's that it's that same feeling. Yeah. Just, but but you got to realize, like, they're, they're a kid. Yeah. Like, it's not. 
and yeah, they're like developing those social skills anyway. So, but and it, I'm talking good. more along the high five and, and pounding Absolutely. the hug thing. I, I totally get. Yeah. It. All right. Here's the next one. Am I the asshole for begging my girlfriend to uphold a sexist tradition just to see, just so she can make a good first impression? Already starting off wrong. He already knows kind of it's sexist what he's about to make her do. Yeah, it's in the title. Yeah, so he kind of like already knows, but that's probably why he's making this comment, right? Well, let's, let's hear it. Yeah. I have a big family that's incredibly close. We have big family dinners every few months where we all meet my at my great-grandfather's estate and eat together. Typically how this works is that the women go cook for the for the time they're there and the men don't, which I'm fully aware is sexist as hell. That being said, I'm one of the youngest people in family and my protest means literally nothing. Some of these those women choose not to cook. However, this is usually met with a level of ostracization or ostracizing. The women who don't cook are the women who don't cook are lives and long-term girlfriends, so they kind of already have a good family relationship doctored in. When I've seen new partners, okay, I'm going to skip this just because it's. I understand what he's trying to say. This dinner will be in two weeks, and my girlfriend was asked if she would attend. Literally, she said yes, which is great. Uh, initially, she said uh, yes, which is great. I want for her to meet everyone and for everyone to get used to her being around, but when I explained to her the tradition, she was understandably bothered. I told her that I understood where she was coming from. However, it was best for everyone if she just played along. I told her her isn't told her her this isn't a permanent thing and that I'm only asking her to do this so that she can avoid bad treatment from the rest of the family. This is her first impression and I don't think it's best if we cause waves. She told me that it's unacceptable and that if she has to do that, she will not be going. Tried to find a compromise with her on this, but she won't budge and she's pissed she's pissed me she's pissed at me. She told me if I think it's acceptable to make her do this, I'm just as bad as everyone else. Well my point is that she needs to make a good first impression. Mm. Am I the asshole? Okay, so that gets a little bit more complex. I think. Do you need the cliff notes? Because I'll just sum it no, up. No, I got it. I uh, got it. <laughs> I got that one. Um, I want to hear... B, I want to hear your yeah. take, yeah. As a female. Okay. <clears throat> so, when you're picking a partner, mm-hmm. and you're being introduced into the family, and you are learning the family dynamics, you can very easily tell especially in this situation if there is a crossroads in the relationship where they're having to choose between family and the partner you're not going to trust that they are going to choose you right because if they're willing to do this small like just go along with it right it's kind of like a okay well what if there's something when we have a child yep are you going to choose the family over me right yeah that's a good point that's a good point um I think I think uh, that pretty much nails it. But also, I just want to add the individual um, line in the sand that yeah. she has. Um, I see both sides because here's wow, the thing: he's blaming women already. Wow. No, 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 wow! I'm just kidding. No, no. What I'm saying is this: I see where she's coming from. Yes, but I also see where he's at because it's like, hey. Imagine, um, you know, your your grandparents are still living. Um, imagine I'm, where I'm getting at is there's a couple of generations and for a family gathering. And since the day you were born, like let's just say every Thanksgiving or mm-hmm. whatever, like that's what you know. Yeah. Then that's what you know. 
And so when you're bringing and you know your partner into that, there's a, as much as like I think he should respect how she feels, a hundred percent. But I know that there's a little part of him, like he said in there, that is just kind of torn. Like, but I feel like if he's even having to ask that, he already has the answer, yeah. which you mentioned from Jump Street. What so we, okay, yeah, go ahead. What I was gonna say is he he got the first part right. He understands that it's like sexist, or he understands that uh, what they're doing is like what they know, and like maybe that's not what she's comfortable with. To B's point, he needs to be making her feel comfortable because if there's a, there's a uh, a line, what happens is is like, yeah, your family's gonna be your family, but you're trying to start basically your own family, right? Right. That's right. part of growing up. Like you're starting your own family. You're starting your own like traditions and boundaries and stuff like that, and um, you need to you need to like kind of combine those worlds. But you also, if you're to B's point again, if you're also always like, oh, this is how we do it, this is the tradition, or this is like what we are we we do over here, like that's gonna set her up for later thinking, okay, this is yeah, this they're always gonna take issues. they're always gonna take he's yeah. always gonna take their side, uh, and you don't want that. You want to be able to like it's a partnership relationship. You want to be able to like have it's each a other's boundary too. exactly. What if yeah. we? What if we? Just hypothetically, let's say, you know, your family, you know, for every Christmas they do scratch offs. Yeah, and then let's say, you know, your partner and this is all hypothetical um, doesn't gamble, doesn't like scratch offs, doesn't want anything to do with it, like. That's fine, right? But if everyone else there is doing it, then it's kind of this like, you know, I'm trying to just think of a different example because there are so many examples of that. Obviously, that's like a very big target one of like cooking and yeah. female. Here's and another one. And this is one that like... Just anything you can think of. Um, Okay, so like living together, sleeping in the same bedroom, going home, having to sleep in separate bedrooms. Right. Like, that is one. Uh, and to that point, like, you just, you have to have that conversation. Okay. And, and honestly, like, the thing is, and I've had this, like, there was one New Year's where I had to, my, my, that was like the only time my family could do Christmas. That was the only time we could get together almost for the whole year. You know, my brother, he lives in Argentina. Another brother lives, you know, he's, his schedule is crazy. You know, he's a doctor. So he's got like, got to be on call all the time. It's hard for him to get away. So this was like the only time we could do it, <clears throat> and um, Lulu couldn't go, and so like we didn't get to spend New Year's together. And I felt so bad because yes, I wanted to see my family, and I did end up, you know, I went, but I didn't realize until I was there that like I felt like I was getting pulled in two different directions. Yeah, right. And um, you know, I didn't like it. I didn't like that, and it wasn't. Uh, it was just like I wanted to spend. I would have, and I, I told my parents later, like. I really was glad I got to see you guys. I was really happy like that we got to get together and have Christmas and all that kind of stuff. But like, I, w I really wish I would have just stayed there, stayed home. And it was because mm. like, uh, like I'm trying to start a family and I kind of let her out, left her out to dry. If that makes sense. I don't know how to explain it to you, but that's just me. And I'm not saying that's everybody else yeah. going to have the same experience, but yeah. it made me feel like, uh, I kind of just left her there. Like, you know, new year's came around, ball the, the drop ball dropped all that kind of stuff she's probably sitting there at our house like by herself you know what i mean and 
my parents would have been okay if I wouldn't have gone. It would have meant more for me, for her, if I was with her. And she didn't make a big deal about it. I, it started to make me realize, and this is what this guy is probably starting to realize is that like, you're going to be pulled back and forth between these two. And you gotta, you gotta like, you gotta let both sides know that like, Hey, you play well together, play nice together. And so if she wants to not cook, like, uh, yeah, yeah, don't let her like, just be like, Hey, this is what's, this is what they expect out of you, but I don't expect that out of you. Yeah. There's a happy medium there. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to stay in the kitchen and, and, and cook and do all that stuff that, you know, traditionally that's what we've done. I think what would be cool is if he brought a dish or something just to like show show her like, Hey. You know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna one up at the opposite direction, or go into the kitchen and help out with yeah, them, and yeah. you know, make her feel comfortable. All that yeah, kind of stuff. I, I think you can that. always level the playing field, yeah, and there is, and that's you know, and show your partner that hey, I'm leading this relationship, or yeah. we're leading this, you know, or right. I have uh, your back. Yeah, yeah, whichever role it is, instead of just being like following the leader of whatever your family's doing. Exactly, yeah. you, you're your own person. Okay, so we agree. I think he's the asshole. Uh, I think you guys agree with that one. All right, last one. And this one, um, it's a little different. Says, am I the asshole? Sorry, it's loading. For not wanting to play a game my girlfriend created. This one's short. My 27-year-old girlfriend, um, my 27, so he's 27, girlfriend, 24, has been working on a visual novel game as a side project for almost two years and recently finished it. She wanted me to play it, but I initially declined since I'm not into visual novels or reading long stories. But after she begged, I gave it a try and played for a good 15 minutes. <laughs> now I can tell she put in a lot of effort in the writing and the art, and it was good at start, but I got tired of reading and stopped. She asked what I thought and w- wanted me to eventually finish it and tell her what I thought about the choices and the ending, but I told her I had no plans to. She looked shocked and asked if I was if it was boring. I told her no. It's just that I'm not into this type of genre, and she knows I'm not into reading, but asked me to make an exception this time since she made it. I got upset because I think she is being childish and wants to blackmail me into doing something I don't want. After I made it clear I wasn't continuing, she hasn't talked to me. I already know that she is talented and smart, so just because I don't want to play it doesn't mean I don't support her. Some of my friends agree she's being immature, but others think I should be more supportive. So am I the asshole? Dude, what kind of friends does he have? Yeah. That's wild. Okay. Did you hear that one, B? I know that you're kind of... So, uh, wasn't following very yeah, well. Basically, basically she... Uh, this guy, he's 27. His girlfriend's 24. She made a novel game. Like a... Yeah. Okay. And she spent, let's say, hours and hours working on this. Two years. Two years worth of working on this. And she asked if he would play, right? And so read and do all this. Initially, well, he said no. Then she begged and begged and begged him. And it's like, I, you know, I worked on this so hard. So he finally gave in. But after like 15 minutes, he was just kind of just checked out and done yeah. with it. And it was like, this is just too much. And she asked his him, friends. Well, hold on. She asked him if he's going to finish it. And he said no. And then he said he feels like he's she's blackmailing him because he she knows that he doesn't like to do those that kind of genre things. or whatever, right? And then asked his friends. He asked his friends, and his friends were like, "Yeah, she's being immature about it." And my and he wants to know if he's half an of asshole. them said that. Half of them said that he needs to be more respectful. Girl, you better get yourself a new man. Yeah, new man alert. New <laughs> man alert. Yeah, Dude, I'm with that. That's like, uh, yeah. Dude, I've, I'll tell you this. Mm. 
I've been working on this like book for a very long time. And there's some, you know, some like, there's like years. Yeah. There's some times where I'm all It's in over it. three years now. Well, yeah. I mean, it's probably longer than that. No, I mean, I'm, the idea, yeah. I've had it for a while. But anyway, so like I've, uh, it's been closer to like five or six. So like I was with somebody, uh, you know, like five years ago. And I had written probably like the whole outline of it. And I was just like, hey, and she like, first of all, picked it up and was like, oh, this is interesting. Like, I would like to read it. And so I gave it to her. She never read it. And it, uh, you know, and I wanted it back because I wanted to continue writing it, you know, and it took forever and ever. And then finally, like, I got it back and she like hadn't ever read it. And it really kind of always rubbed me the wrong way because um, like this is, that's like a hobby of mine, right? And that is like, you know, you've got your hobbies, she's got yeah. her hobbies, and they might not always be the same, but you're going to support. You got to respect it. It's like, <laughs> yeah. dude, if I spent, you know, let's say I locked you know myself away for two days to finish this song, yeah. and then I want to play it for you, and you can't make it through the first verse. Yeah, you're like, I'm just going to stop you right there. It's not, yeah, this is not what I want to do. I mean, like, I know that feeling. Of like, or, you know, you get it recorded and you want to show people mm -hmm. and then like you turn it on in the living room and then somebody's like, hey, what time's the game yeah. on? And I'm like, yeah. So that feeling is what she's feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, uh, well, like, and I'll do that with not, this is happening with Lulu, but like, we'll like in other friend groups, like if I want to play a board game or if people want to play a board game, but then there's like that one or two people that don't. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And then they they are not paying attention. Like, it's just like, don't play then. Like, don't, like, but they they got to, like, kind of make it about themselves. This guy's making it about himself. Like, he's, like, giving me that same vibe, like, uh, where you you sit down with, like, a group, like, King's Cup. You remember, the, you know, the beer game, King's Cup, where you yeah. pull a cart? You always get that one or two per people that, like, either didn't want to play or, like, don't know the rules or they, they don't know when it's their turn. They're not paying attention. Yeah, they're like, oh, I'm not doing this. Yeah. yeah, and it just makes it, like, it just brings the vibe down. It's like, dude, just leave the table then. Yeah. Yeah. But she's asking you to do this because you guys are together and, you know, she wants, she appreciates and, like, wants to know how you feel about it because, like, your opinion matters to her. Dude, I'll say this. Yeah, no, 100%. I... I I think you're the asshole. I think so. What's interesting is like you're not obligated to give somebody a hug, uh, but when your partner has yeah. worked at a craft for this yeah. long, you shouldn't have to feel obligated right. to do it. You should kind of want to. Yeah, that's being supportive. Yeah, right. I I, I think so, man. And, that's so and, funny though. Like he was, he was like, yeah, she just knows I don't like to read, and she knows I don't like this. It's like, okay, well, you gotta. You got like how the, much stuff that she doesn't like yeah. that you're into, but she probably like absolutely, you know, absolutely balance, baby. With that, we're gonna end the episode. I always yeah. want to just take a break, you know. Yeah. We want to just keep going. Uh, yeah, no. it's it's a marathon. Yeah, uh, we're gonna be back next week. Yeah, uh, so every Thursday you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Instagram, TikTok, wherever you are, we'll be there too. It's mm -hmm. at Post Hump Day. I'm Tommy Desalt. I'm Kellen King. We'll see you on the other side.